Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Cassandra from Forever Heart Fit out of Robbinsville, New Jersey. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Great. I'm so happy to be on. I'm excited to have you here and to really learn more about Forever Heart Fit. But before we kind of dive into any of the business stuff today, give us a brief background. You know, what was it ultimately that led to you becoming a fitness business owner? So um, I, uh, my business I currently have um, for many years now is in the hotel industry and why it was always uh, very good profitable, profitability, it was not um, something that was my passion per se. So uh, six years ago, I had a baby uh, boy that I lost at 30 weeks and we named him Heart. And my journey with fitness, I was always interested in fitness and personal training, however, I started getting back to Zumba and personal training myself after the loss of the baby. Um, and it really started to rise me out of depression naturally. So I owe a lot to it. So I would come home on Sundays and say to my husband and my two-year-old daughter at the time, I want to create this boutique fitness brand and I want it to be really pretty. And I'm an interior designer by trade. So I want to create this brand where it feels pretty to be in there. It's not like your typical gym and I want Mm -hmm. it to be positive and empowering and everyone felt included from beginners to advanced. I love that. And I think like in today's industry, there's such a niche for like this boutique kind of, fun pretty looking uh gym fitness facility I know for me like when I am traveling I like to look for places like this because it it is pretty to the eye um and I can go get in a good workout so it's like an experience uh so Mm -hmm. I love to hear um really you know that's your why why you started this now kind of give us a little bit of an elevator pitch I suppose tell us kind of the different services that you provide, paint a picture of the business model for us. Give me your best pitch. Okay. So the quality in our brand, when people start and come in here um, to our studios, we actually have three. We have Robbinsville and Medford, which Robbinsville is going on about five years. We're getting ready to celebrate our fifth year anniversary. Yay. It was huge because we worked really hard for the pandemic. Thank you. And then we opened Medford over a year ago. It's going to be October 28th is our five-year anniversary and the one-year anniversary of Medford. And then we just opened recently in East Hampton, our third location. So really what allows us to grow is the personal factor. We know everybody's names. Yeah, we know everybody's names. As the owner, I'm very involved. I teach and I personal train in both all three facilities. Sorry, I have three now. Gosh, that's weird. I said both. See, I'm not used to it. Uh, and so that allows me to be have a pulse on the members and also the instructors and trainers. I appreciate and I value them. So they know that I, I understand what they're going through because I'm also training and um Um, I'm an instructor, but we're known for our variety. We're known each class has ages from 20 to 70 and we're known to welcome the beginners. And then our advanced people are completely challenged. So in each class we give modifications to those that need 
maybe some assistance or some help with old injuries. And then on our advanced crew that's in class, they're cheering on the beginners. So it's pretty cool. Yes. And also those folks, we're giving them challenges throughout class to really rock them. And no one ever outgrows our brand. 75% of our members have been with us since we opened. So that's pretty huge five years ago. Yeah, no, that, that is huge. And that says a lot about that quality of service that you guys have to offer. So you mentioned classes, um, off fair, you told me about one-on-ones and semi-privates kind of give us a little bit more of a feel for those different services that your members can take advantage of. Sure. So our classes is really our main, our, our main thing as we grew the first couple of years. However, with the pandemic, people really wanted that one-on-one, um, tailored approach and really people were concerned about uh the covid so we grew with our personal training we always had it but it never grew like it did because folks wanted to be in our studio one-on-one and you just can't get that at some of the big facilities so as folks felt comfortable to work out with us personal training wise uh, that allowed us to keep growing and giving them that one-on-one attention. So we do, you don't have to be a member of our classes to do our personal training. And we have several packs for personal training. That's one-on-one. What we've mostly added on is a step where it's a little more affordable is our small group training. It's three to five people and it can be a mix of Zumba, yoga, strength, boot camp. It's whatever those three to five people really would like to have. And we do it towards the times that work with them, their group that they have together, friends, family, and if the instructor's available. That's been a big area for us to really grow because maybe times don't work for classes for some people. So uh, we charge a 10 session fee and our small group training has been really flourishing too. So between the personal training and the small group, it's a boost to the classes. And a lot of our current members have really been taking advantage of that. And they really like it because we also have a new machine at two locations, a body weight machine that they've been loving. Yeah, that's great. I, I You kind of read my mind there. Semi-private is such a smart model for the business because you know, with one-on-one training, it's it's great for clients, but we can only, business-wise, there's only so many hours a day and we can only fit like one client in during that hour time slot. So that makes things a little tricky. With semi-private, we can still give our clients one-on-one attention. It still is personalized toward them and their goal, but a little bit like more affordable for them. And they still get to work out with a couple of their close friends by their sides. And I don't know about you, but that really motivates me. Um, and for a lot of people, that's a huge factor is like, they just don't want to feel alone. So if they can do it with a friend, um, they tend to be a little more successful. So I'm happy to hear that that is something that you guys kind of have made part of the model. Talk to us a little bit about the memberships, like, you know, with the classes, is it a monthly membership fee? Um, and then with the semi-privates, again, is it the same or do they pay kind of per class, per session, do a pack? Like what options do you have available for your clients? Sure. So when we first started um, in our area in central Jersey, we were in Hamilton. So we were actually for two years in Hamilton, which is only a mile up the road. And and then with the pandemic, um, Amazon warehouses are going up everywhere, right? So we got bought out and we moved down to Robbinsville. And in Robbinsville is a great area. We're right on the highway and it's great exposure. Um, We, uh, with our classes, we started our classes and 
um, they grew a lot. Uh, when the pandemic hit, we actually, wow, we figured out how to use Zoom very quickly. And we started virtual classes like the next day. We kept all of our members and everyone actually looked forward to coming on to the screen to like see one of an, one another. And we were just rocking it. 30 classes a week we had. Then when we could do outside, we did outside and literally 30, 40 ladies would come at a clip. And we used to, we had the biggest class schedule outside. We just didn't skip a beat. And we worked really hard in the winter, the summer, the rain. And, um, that has done well with our classes. We are no contract facility. So when your quality is good, you really don't have to trap people, right? So if your quality is good and people know that you care and invest, you're invested in them as much as they're invested in you, you don't have to. However, I understand that model as well, but that's not ours. Um, so you can cancel any time. It bills one time and it cancels. And we're a membership only studio. So where I was getting at, because I got a little sidetracked because I was so proud of what we've done, <laughs> is when, uh, when I was in Hamilton, our first facility, you know, I just decided to make the decision, and it was really ballsy, to just be a membership-only studio. I had packs. I had uh, drop-ins. I just really wasn't getting the commitment from the members. So when I decided right. to do membership, yep, when I decided to do membership is really when my business just soared because it's either like if you love us come on board right and if you know this is just you're not committed or you think that maybe you're not going to come two, two or three times a week then it's not the right place when you know your brand and you're confident in your brand and what you offer and you take it from there it shows confidence and people want to be part of your brand of course and also to kind of go along with that I think when we are not offering a membership base here we're kind of doing our clients a disservice because people like need that like commitment, right? Mm -hmm. If they're yeah. paying for a membership at a fitness facility, they know when they check their bank account, they know, okay, well, I'm spending a hundred and whatever you charged for this. Yeah, they're coming. This month. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. I got to use yeah. it. Um, and so I think that it helps with that commitment that our clients are making to themselves. Um, so I love memberships. I, I, I always like discourage the idea of class packs or pay per session because if our clients yeah. want to see results, we have to hold them to it or else they're never going to see the results that they want. Um, so those are your kind of, you, you do memberships only, which is awesome. Um, how many ish, how many clients do you have at each studio? Well, it's still growing, you know, I mean, um, eat, the other studios are pretty new, so we're going on a good, uh, 300, 400. Um, that's not including personal training. So we do have a mm -hmm. lot of people that come to us personal training. What wise I have trainers at each facility and at each facility, uh, we have lots of clients I and mean, when we're packed like all day long. So, I mean, I don't know what that adds up to be, but some of you don't have to be a member of the classes to do personal training or small group. And that's what also makes us very unique. So we're, we're definitely, uh, we're definitely profiting. We're definitely, uh, growing. I mean, the, the sky's the limit now since we made through the pandemic, I'm real excited to see where the brand goes. I mean, I don't even care about the money, but because this is my baby, this business is my baby, right? I named it after a baby I lost. So for me, it's like a mama bear, you don't mess with her baby. Of course. So, of course. so for me, pandemic, I'm like, I'm going to do anything I need to do to put the pedal to the metal and my staff and my team and my clients appreciate everything we did and our, um, our staff really stepped it up and we've rocked it, but we were, we were exhausted when we came out of that. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, it was tiring <laughs> for all of us, but we made it out. Um, so, you know, you said something there that really resonated with me. You said, it's time to hit the pedal to the metal. You still want to step on the gas. And that growth mindset is so appreciated in this industry. Thank you. Uh, so for you, you know, what, what are you doing to step on the gas and find new members, new clients, help more people? What does that growth process look like for you? So our growth process is we, we really, we ask, so this is a different model, but every single, single person that contacts us, I field it, right? You imagine, how do I have these hours in the day? I don't really don't know. <laughs> but every person that contacts us, that goes through me. Um, and I, I guess, you know, I find out their needs and that approach. And mm -hmm. then I guide them into the right way that they go, if it's either classes, personal training or whatnot. We are getting a lot of business from Facebook. I do very small ads. I do $150 a, a month. Um, and we get a lot of people from Facebook. Because uh, I, I asked. So my question, my, my answer to you was, when people contact us, I ask them, how'd you hear from us, right? Facebook most, most of the time. The other area is we do a lot of local festival shows. We do um, like fall fests and the Christmas fests. And we set up a table and we hand out cards. We do a raffle for three months free. We give free cards that say free class on it. Um, and they might not see us right after that festival, but I just had someone that just signed up that saw us at a fall fest down in Byron Medford mm -hmm. studio and they signed up. And so it does work, those work. Those are my two biggest things, but really what does it is referral and word of mouth. I do a referral program yep, where you get $10 off your membership if the person you refer stays after the special. So if they stay after the special, you get $10 off. I mean, that's a really generous referral program um, because it's, it can, you can refer five people and that's $50. So that could be $50 off your membership. So we're constantly rem reminding the members of that. And that's really a member appreciation, right? Um, appreciating them for referring. So we get a lot of people that refer. And trying to think what else, really the festivals, Facebook and, and that, I mean, and, mm -hmm. and also Facebook groups. Uh, I yeah. do post in Facebook groups. Uh, um, my staff helps me with it. We try to keep, keep it on the days that they, they require, uh, but we do do that as well. So local Facebook oh. groups. Yep. I've heard that that's pretty good for a lot of people. Um, but you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, Facebook is big for you because in 2022, we are living in such a digital world where having a presence on social media, running those ads are things that can massively impact the growth of our business, um, like big time. So on Facebook, you, you said you're spending around $150 per month on the Facebook. Are they ads or are you boosting? Like what kind of route do you go down um, there? So I had someone that was like directing me. So one of the things that's made us really grow is, you know, I learned so much in the fitness um, arena. Um, I wasn't actually planning to, to teach. And then... Um, I, I kind of, I had someone that kind of resigned uh, and this is kind of off topic, but I really want to bring this up. Because okay. this, will, this will lead into the other stuff I want to tell you. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I wasn't really planning to teach and I, I had someone that kind of resigned. Well, they did. They resigned through text and half an hour before class. And I was like, stuck, right? I go, oh my gosh, like I better learn how to teach. And I 
started training and learning every single thing. I got my ACE certification in personal training. I got my ACE certification in group cert. And I was able to really build a business then. So with Facebook and with ads and growing in that in that um, sense, I forget what your question was. Sorry. I just get like, I'm very tight. <laughs> so. It's okay. It's okay. No, 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 no. I mean, that kind of did lead in. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. The point of this, po- we want this podcast to be organic. So we're having an organic conversation. I'm so here. glad because um, I'm very organic. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. So no, with Facebook, you said you had somebody kind of guiding you along with like- Oh, yes, Facebook. yes, yes. That, that's, this is where it's going. Thank you very much. So we all get sidetracked. <laughs> so um, getting, getting certified and learning how to teach and learning to understand uh, my instructors and trainers I really have been open to um, constructive criticism and getting a lot of feedback from a lot of folks in the industry, as far as also Facebook folks. So I have a member that, um, that uh, works for Facebook and I got with her and I asked her what my best route was. Right. So this is what we're doing. We are not, we used to do boosted posts. They're not as great. Mm -hmm. We are actually doing ads now through our meta ads and the meta ads are better because you can really specify areas you can specify people's likes you can really be very specific with criteria and since we have done that that has helped a lot oh yeah so, no that's that huge your question. <laughs> that that's huge and again hitting the hitting the nail with the hammer there um when we boost our posts all that equals for our business is like more brand awareness right it's going to get us more likes it right. might get us a few more comments on that post. More people might see our page, but that doesn't like overall brand awareness yep. doesn't equal money, doesn't Correct. equal changing people's lives. Um, yeah. so, so really so the ad campaign. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, was no, sorry. I was going to say we, we used to do that and we had a lot of likes. I mean, I think we're up to like 3000 followers on Facebook and we have about mm-hmm. thousand on Instagram. So we did gain that. But then when I really got to talk to her and listen to her, I was like, okay, let's go this route. So now we're starting to get more revenue from that rather than just likes. And that's really where I'm looking to grow. Yeah, it's huge. What, what's kind of, what return on investment are you seeing from the digital side of things? Um, well, what happens is when we do the, uh, oh, what type, uh, I, I don't really have a dollar value on that, but I, I am getting people that are inquiring about us. And now with our multiple locations, our brand awareness is like, wow, it's really like went up because we're not just mm-hmm. one area now we're also central South. So, yeah. um, with Facebook, uh, I'm getting a lot of messages and then conversations and then people signing up. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, now, I'm glad that we talked about this because you definitely have like some great experience here. That's valuable. Um, I know for sure. Like when I'm running, when I run ads at my CrossFit facility, we like, we're getting like a three to one return on Facebook ads. That's huge. If we can like spend a little bit of money and make three times that, um, I don't know who wouldn't want, who wouldn't want to do that. But, um, next question that I have for you here. And I think it's just as valuable as talking about the stuff that's working really well as it is to talk about like the challenges and the bottlenecks. So what would you consider to be, you know, Cassandra, like your biggest business related bottleneck and what are you doing to work on kind of overcoming that? Well, it's the economy right now. Um, okay. You know, uh, depending where you are in the country, um, depends on, how things were for you with the pandemic, how closed down you were, right? So you have a lot of areas that you need to 
you have to, the two years you lost, right? You, you maintain those two years. And me, I'm just very driven. So for me, it's trying to regain that two years, right? Which we never will. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we were able right. to, to keep our members and grow because we did all the outside. But the mo- bottleneck is the economy. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to be too cheap with your, if you're a higher end brand or a mid high brand, right? So we're known for, we're not even crazy expensive. We're actually really priced nice for New Jersey. So um, in Central and South, people are just going through so much economically, meaning um, with everything being so costly. So what people mostly do in the fitness industry is they'll cut out fitness when that's the number one thing that they need for their health, right? Stress relief, health, better sleep. So Mm -hmm. people are cutting that out. So it's trying to educate people on why fitness is good, not just to lose weight, but we try to really give a mental approach to it, how it helps mentally and how it helps with stress. So I do feature that a lot in our Instagram and Facebook posts and also what it increases sleep, better uh, strength, um, definitely weight loss, but that's not our approach. Uh, And, but what people are doing is they're cutting things out. So what we're trying to do lately is doing the, our anniversary deals where we're offering like two months at 69 unlimited classes to just get people to come in. Cause once they come in, they're hooked. There's no brand like this in New Jersey, at least. Sorry, but <laughs> there's no brand like this that's so positive and empowering, and 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 you are so non intimidated, and like that's just such a great thing that we've created. So that's kind of what we're dealing with: economy and people signing up and people just starting up with school. Try, you know, you have October and you have October and you have 15 days in November, pretty much, because then holidays yeah. hit. People aren't yeah. starting workout programs when turkey time's coming and Christmas, which that's when they should because you get ahead of the game. But you really only have in a boutique brand, a smaller brand. You have a little bit of September, October, the beginning of November. And then honestly, people are running in January to the cheaper gyms. They think I'll join cheaper gyms, big chains. They never go. Then they end up coming to us in February because, mm-hmm. you know, that's not always the most perfect model either. So uh, that's what we're kind of going up against as the economy and just getting people to be healthier because our society is very unhealthy right now. Yep. And, and that, like right now is the time to hit, hit the gas, right? We want to like, what we're doing. Yeah. Be, yeah. Like be prepared now yep. versus like waiting till January. Um, so, and so, so we're, so we're mass mailing. So we started our mass mailers again. So we're mass mailing all of our members, um, we're doing a lot on social media for new members. And then this month being it's our five-year anniversary, October 28th, we're going to do a member appreciation month. Mm-hmm. So we'll do maybe cheese and cheese. I know that's not, but people all need a treat. So they're working very hard here. So we'll have like, you know, treats and maybe uh, appetizer night here and different locations. We're going to do different things, but I really want to do a member appreciation because the members are who we really appreciate that has allowed us to grow. Yeah, Definitely. Um, I think that it's so important to always like make our members feel seen, feel valued, valued, feel heard. Cause like ultimately they are like the backbone of the business here. Um, but I always like to ask kind of this like next question, cause I, it helps us get a vision of like where you're looking to take things. If you could have a magic wand, all your dreams, all your goals for your business had come true, you'd reach them all. What would that picture look like for you? Well, I mean, this has really 
I'm going to get a little teary-eyed here because I've worked so hard in these past five years. Of course. But um, like losing my baby and then starting this brand and going through what we've gone through with the pandemic and not letting it die, his legacy, the hope, the positivity, the empowerment, mm-hmm. and all the time away from, you know, my husband, my daughter's eight now. She was pretty much two, three when I started this brand. Um I've spent a lot of time away from my family and sorry, I'm emotional. I'm just having a tired okay. day. So you got me on a good day today. I'm very, um, well, I'm always real. It's always about what you see is what you get with me. And I think that's why we've also grown, mm-hmm. grow, have grown, but I've spent a lot of time away from my husband and my daughter. And, um, you know, I'm essentially married to this business and, why I am so happy and we were so successful and it's doing so well. What I really want is someday these studios to do so amazing that I could just spend so much time with them. So I don't know why I'm crying. No, no, no. It's valid. It is a valid reason to be teary eyed. And like, I want you to know that you're not alone there in this, in this industry. So many of us are so caught up in the day to day of being a gym owner, being a studio owner, that the other parts of our life, like it's hard to put our focus there. Don't get me wrong. My, my, my husband and my daughter are so supportive, right? They love the brand. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was the baby that we lost in our family. It's a, I'd give anything to have the baby. And, and, and I mean, I love what we've done with this, but I haven't give anything to have the baby. And, but this was obviously my plan, right? This was a plan that God had for me. And, you know, but it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, people look at it, oh, you're opening, you open the third location, but people do not realize the sweat and the tears that takes. Mm-hmm. So when we first did the first studio, my husband did all the construction and I did all the interior design. And then when we had to move, I, when they told us we, they were going to buy us out, I had, I cried my eyes out because we had to move here and do this all again after two years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, it was a lot on my husband. It was a lot on us. We had to move this sprung dance floor from there. We plugged it. We just, we worked so hard, but we were able to really heal a little bit, a little through the birth of this studio. And our logo is all overlapping hearts together. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an insignia of hearts. Um, so okay. it's very, very special. Our logo, my sister-in-law actually created it. Um, and that logo is on everything we have. So people are really starting to know our logo and we have um, patented our logo and our name and all that as well. So I would just say strongly for any business to do that as well. It's a very big key, making sure no one has your name and patenting and all. Um, bottom line is I'm very strong business-wise on the business side. So because of that, and now teaching and training, it's really get, given us, you have to have either one person on the business side, another person good with other things. But I, I kind of, I kind of uh, a mix now that I teach and I train and that wasn't my goal. I was not planning to, but boy, am I so glad that I'm training and I'm teaching now because it just makes me a really integral part of the business. So that that's really key being active and everyone knows I'm here, you know? Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, my next question, that was a good cry, by the way, that was a good cry. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you got it. I think it's good that we like let things like that out. Um, and that's relatable. Like there's, there's a gym owner listening to this that 
probably is experiencing something similar, oh right? So hopefully they realize that, you know, it, there is, yeah. yeah, that's what, that's what, this, this is real, right? So yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they, so, might be crying, they might be crying with me, who knows? <laughs> to go with that though, my question is like, what do you feel like you need to focus on right now to make time with your family down the road and the business to kind of be thriving on its own possibility? Well, I'm starting to give over things to certain folks because, um, you know, since I handle so much, you're, it's, it is, it's this catch 22 and my gym owners can understand this. You try to keep your payroll somewhat affordable because then you have rent at all the places. And I don't know about where everybody right. lives or where they have their studios, but New Jersey's expensive. I mean, you know, so I have three studios now. So you're trying to keep up with the rent and you still have payroll. I have 20 trainers and instructors who are employees with us. So you're trying to keep up with that. Um, but now actually things are starting to profit nicely where I can kind of sit back a little and give, I've given, or, you know, some clients to certain trainers who the schedules just don't work with mine anymore. And I still see them. I'm still active with them and checking in with them and seeing them working with the other trainers, but I'm starting to give things away because with three places and, and doing everything that I'm doing, I have someone that's doing my mass mailer now, Liz, she's awesome. She cares about the business so much. Her kids are friends with my daughter and, you know, I trust her a lot. And then, uh, I'm going to start having someone deal with customer relations because, that's been really putting a toll on me. Um, you know, we, we are policies, no contracts, but it's clearly states that if you cancel bills one time and it's done, that's what most people do in the industry. And, you know, I think people, since people are really struggling a lot with the economy, they're really like, they're just like barraging you with emails and it's just, you get very exhausted at the end of the day. Another thing is we have a studio cancel policy, which is very, very like, a little zinger. It's not even that much, but 12 hour cancel where you get a $10 fee. And a lot of folks have been, you know, it's been a little bit with that as well. So customer relationships, I love dealing with people right out of the gate, but some of that stuff's kind of wearing on me. So I'm going to start giving it to someone. I'm actually looking for someone to handle that. Um, and I'm just starting to, I think soon I'm going to have like someone at each studio be able to be the point person as well. Uh, so I can, you know, spend more time. I mean, the thing is when you open up each location, it's a lot of time right away. But then what I end up doing is start scaling back and giving it to other people that I, then I, then I spend time with my family. It's the times that you're working really, really, really hard uh, and you're not spending time with them, which is a lot. I do usually have balance, but you know, I just opened East Hampton in September. So I guess I'm just a little tired with the new schedule, but um, it's so exciting to see everything that's going on. Really, really exciting. I mean, I couldn't even be happier. Yeah. I'm glad that you, you know, are kind of in a really, it sounds like you're in a really good spot right now. You're just trying to figure out like that delegation piece and like kind of giving different pieces of this business, not giving, but like having other people in the business responsible for certain things so that you can focus on other things. Um, and for most business owners, like we want to get our business to a point where it's pretty much running and yeah. we can work more on the business and we don't have to be in the business 24 seven. Cause when we're right. in the business 24 seven, that's when we don't have time to see our kids and, you know, right. do the things that mean the most to us. So thank you for like being so real with us and sharing that. Cause it's so important. Um, where can our listeners go if they want to follow you throughout your journey, follow the gym, et cetera. 
Cool. Well, we're on Instagram at foreverheartfit.com. It's spelled F-O-R-E-V-E-R and it's heart, H-A-R-T. So it's not spelled like, you know, your beating heart. <laughs> it's H-A-R-T-F-I-T.com. We're also on Facebook too. Um, that's our major platforms that we're posting all the time, pictures of the gym. And our Facebook and Instagram is real. It is, you know, real and we look like a chain. I guess we kind of are now that we have three, but we're not a chain. So it's creative, it's fresh, it's new, and um, it's not these manufactured images. It's it's ladies taking a picture together after class. It's uh, personal training clients. We're doing videos of them. So people can see what they're going to expect from us. And what most people say to us is, I joined your studio because everyone looked regular and normal. You know, everyone, and they felt comfortable to come here and not intimidated. And you know, that, that means a lot because it means that our social media is um, really working. I'm also hired someone to help me with uh, Instagram and our social media and our website. Uh, we have an excellent website, it's foreverheartfit.com. Our website's great. It has pictures of our instructors, professional shots. And so we definitely, we definitely uh, look very professional. Um, we also have an awesome. app that the members book through. So we have an app, Forever Heart Fit app you can download to your phone it's um powered through mind body and the app is a great tool to keep people committed to our studio only they book they cancel they do everything through the app and um that's amazing as well so it's forever heart k-r-t-f-i-t easy enough to find you do have an awesome website i went and checked out the website it's legit um and listeners go go check it out too um, but seriously, Cassandra, thank you so much for being here today. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description. We'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Carlo LaBianca with Forged Fitness out of Phoenix, Arizona. Carlo, what is going on, man? How are you doing today? Great, great. How about yourself, JJ? Always good, man. Always good. I'll tell you what, man. We're excited to have you on. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty-gritty here of what you have going on with Forged Fitness. So. Let's start Thank with the bare bones basics. Yeah, yeah. No, heck yeah, man. We're excited to have you on. And so let's start with the basics of, you know, how many members are you serving currently? Right now, we're getting close to the 100 range, um, which is great because we're not the biggest facility. We're 2,500 to 3,000 square feet. I mean, the goal yeah. is to get someplace that's 10,000 square feet, but we signed our three-year lease in, uh, when was it, November 16th. So wow. almost closed it up on a year. Um, so yeah, and continuously growing every month. So that's a great way to go ahead and look at everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, big time. And for you guys, I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people interested and through the door? Um, honestly, I left another gym, uh, just due to controversy. Um, and I just had a big following. So that was the biggest thing. Uh, so a lot of our, a lot of our advertisements since I was under a non-compete, um, to where our, our previous owner would actually go ahead and sue people. Like literally when I left the door, uh, when I was officially leaving that job, they, they just followed me out the door and remind me, Hey, don't forget we sue people. This is our current lawsuits and this is our finished lawsuits. So a lot of it was word of mouth. I couldn't really advertise myself as a trainer. And, uh, I was hired, um, the owner, Amy Pillar, she's a, she's an occupational therapist, but I was hired under her occupational therapy company to keep me from any lawsuits. So a lot of it has been word of mouth. The non-compete ended October 13th. So there's a little bit more, uh, advertising on social media and stuff that I can do, but yeah. most the majority of has just been word of mouth due to uh, all the controversy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, you know, I'm curious, man. Cause I mean, you said you're at that, what is it? 45 members. Was that or 45? How much uh, we're getting close to a hundred. Oh, sorry. But, oh, sorry. but no, when I left, when I left the gym, uh, the people that followed me, it was about, I say anywhere from 55 to 60 almost. And gotcha. we still, I, I, I had somebody come in last week that said, yeah, the gym isn't the same without you. And just came over here. They're like, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm late to the party. I'm like, no, nah, I mean, it's up to you. You do it. Do you yeah. you do what you want? I mean, exactly. You're your own person. <laughs> you get it. You know, pushing their decisions there. So, oh, no, um, no. And uh, so you're near that hundred mark here, right? In total members here. So I'm curious, man. I mean, let's say leads, traffic clients, you know, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher mm-hmm. could you expect your memberships to go? Um, I mean, if we, if we manage everything like, right, right. You have the good class schedule because a lot of us is a lot of it is uh, it's mainly catered to group training, but we do have some gaps throughout the day where we have uh, private training. Um, most of our, our, our slots fill up in the morning. If, you know, if we open more slots, uh, lean back less on the personal training, I guess, when we get to the capacity, I mean, we could probably fit maybe max about 250 to 300. If wow. like that, that's theoretically saying like, this is a perfect world. Then I'm like, all right, I got 30 people at the 5am session, 30 people at the uh, next session. And they're constantly there and they're sticking to their slots. But you know, some people, uh, just come in, show up last minute. You got your new members. It's where it never flows like that. So you yeah. just be ready. Stay on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I want to throw a little bit of a longer winded question here, um, but a good sure question thing. in itself. And um, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, let me know, Carlo. But it's a good question. I think it would serve us well. And um, just for the viewers here. So, you know, um, I like to always ask this because there's three pillars of business views most prominently, right? And right. that's going to be number one, your lead generation, right? Getting people through the door and interested. Number two is going to be your acquisition, which is just your sales, getting somebody to go from an interested client to a paying client. And then we have number three, which is your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of mm-hmm. those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most, Carlo? Um, I, I'd be lying. Well, I think anybody would be lying if... Uh... You couldn't improve on all three because uh, at the end of the day, business owner, the guy that's running the gym or anything, you always want improvement in each. You want to see more leads because more leads leads to more leads equals more sales, more sales equals yeah. more people in there for the long run. The long run people are, you know, when a lot of people come and go because that's what happens in gym. Pe- gyms, people come, 
constantly come and go, you're still going to have the main, your main bread and butter is the a hundred or so people or whatever is your main core group that fit into that community and want to, want to stay. Um, so honestly improving on uh, on everything. I mean, we have a, we have a pretty good system here to where, uh, I don't, uh, the last gym I was at, they used to give almost like a, a month off, like a month free. And then when it was time for the sale, wow. it was like, oh, man, you gave me, you gave me so long, so much free time for us. It's just like, Hey, we'll give you a nice three, like little, little taste tester of three days. And then we'll get you on. Uh, if we can't get the sale right away, the, the, there's always the, uh, all right, here's what I'll do for you. We'll get you on next 30 days for $50 and then we'll take it from there. And, uh, to be quite frank, I haven't, uh, there hasn't been anybody that hasn't took me up on the offer wow. to be an, a, a member after that. They're like, Oh, wow. Yeah. You get into the community, you fit in, you have the vibe and it's a, it's a good support system. You're, you're working yeah. out with people that have same goals and are trying to go ahead and accomplish whatever it is. It can just be the mental mind state getting better uh, there. It can be um, weight loss. There's, there's so many various aspects of uh, fitness or even mental, mental, mental issues where people are trying to go ahead and progress on. And even there's been a lot of clients that came in that were very antisocial that are now um, all like chatting with people, do, you know, probably due to, due to COVID where it was kind of everyone was the antisocial, but long, like a thing, long thing short, I mean, at the end of the day, there's everything to improve on. I, I'd be lying if there's not anything to improve yeah. on. I love that perspective. Oops, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I love the perspective. I, th I love the honesty and transparency. I think that's huge, right? I think when you can admit, you can still improve when putting success to the side. It's probably one of the right. biggest things here. And I have two right. more so questions for you, Carlo. All right, sorry. I was going to say, that's the, that's the thing about learning. Like um, I became an NASM master trainer and man, like now uh, it's like almost like uh so I do jujitsu as well. So when you get a black belt in jujitsu, they don't say, you know, I learned everything. They say, welcome to a new beginning. And that's how it kind of feels like the, you, there's always something to improve on. You're never going to know everything. Like, so yeah, there's, I love that. It's limitless. That's so important. That's important. I love that, man. That's huge. And uh, I've got two more questions for you, man. My two favorite questions, which is number one, you know, what's the bigger picture for you? Let's say five, 10 years down the road. What are you really trying to accomplish? Um, obviously we want the bigger square footage to where now we're not only doing not our main bread and butter is not only group training, but we do have more of a section to where we have the group trainings running in this room. The next room is going to be our catered to our personal training, uh, to where it's a little bit more private for those type of people. And then we have, you know, a room where kids can go ahead and play while the parents are going, getting their workout in. Um, and we have a little bit of like a free weight section to where people like, even if people don't want to do like participate in the group training or participate in the personal training, you, you can have almost like a, a, just your general big gym, but it's a little bit more private than your, your typical, um, corporate gym to where it just feels cluttered and stuff. Like we want it to be a little bit more, uh, prestigious in a way to where even if you're not doing group training or working with a trainer and you're doing your, your own little workout, whatever it is. We want it to be a little bit more like you can have the bench press available. You can have the dumbbells available and uh, just do whatever you want. So that's the, that's the long-term goal. Long-term goal would be also, you know, touching up on a, a lot of people, a lot of people's lives and just motivating people to realize, you know, that 
a lot of the stuff that you're facing is all in your head. And one of the things that I constantly tell my clients is it's, I love it when they tell me, uh, I can't do this. Cause the first thing I do is I say, you're hundred percent, right. You can't do this. You just need to change one letter. Like that's, that's the, the, the difference between the word can and can't is the number one. You can either add that T to everything and say, you can't, can't, can't. Your mind is a powerful thing. If you want to accomplish something, you can, anybody can hundred percent do it. If you want to lose 10 pounds, put your mind to it. If you want to go ahead and lift heavier, put your mind to it. So if you believe in yourself, you'll, you'll see how much you could actually achieve. So that's, that's the number huge. one thing. That's the number one thing. Even if, you know, we're still in the same place 10 years from now, it would just have people be able to believe into their, believe in themselves to have a, a better aspect of life to where they can accomplish something, not only within fitness, but they can go home and, uh, feel more confident about asking their job, um, asking their boss at their job for a raise or anything like that. It can, it can carry a long way. The confidence shows. And I feel like a lot of that helped me with, you know, working out and at the gym, having all the endorphins to have this confidence and share with others. Uh, so that's the, I say that's the long-term five, 10 year plan. I love that. I love that. And, and especially how in depth you got, I feel like, you know, from A to Z where you want to be. And that's the biggest thing. Right. And a lot of people right. can say that. So, right. I, I'm not, I'm, I don't have the huge game plan for it because, uh, um, that's the A to Z. I mean, we have a little bit of stepping stones, but one of the, one of the quotes that I like to quote all the time is if, uh, if you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans because a lot of stuff will not work out the way that you envision it to. It, it can still work out, but it may not be the path that you thought it would be. You may have to, you know, crumble, fall a little bit, break to your knees before you're standing up again. So, We'll get there. Just got to keep yeah. the heads high, smile. That's it. Every day is a blessing. Yeah, there we go. And uh, one last question for you, which is my favorite question. You know, uh, if you can go back in time here to when you first started and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice mm-hmm. be for you? Uh, started training in general or started this this gym here? Uh, it, like the beginning of the journey. <sighs> um. Beginning of the journey, I mean, uh, I think I would tell myself it's going to be hard um, and you're going to have to accept that. I feel like a lot of the times uh, we're, we're expecting everything to be easy and we can see that with a lot of how the world's playing out. I mean, a lot of us are expecting things to be easy and it's not going to be that way. It's, it's going to be hard. You're going you're gonna to fail a few times, but don't be afraid of failure. Embrace in failure because failure is only truly failure when you accept that it is failure. If you go ahead you lose a match or you go ahead, you couldn't lift that weight today. There's always tomorrow. Okay. Can't get it tomorrow. There's always the next day. So it's just being resilient and uh, not being too hard on yourself. You know, if you fail today, learn all the lessons from it. Um, Look back at it with your hindsight, just learn, learn from it and how to just how to adapt to that atmosphere from that failure. How can you get better? Constantly embrace it rather than avoid it. I think a lot of, uh, misconceptions and a lot of issues is we we tend to suppress or avoid a lot of uh our failures to get us to the next level okay well you know somebody said no to me well you know you can go ahead look for that other job okay the barbell said no to you today or your body said no i couldn't lift it there's always a training regimen to where you can go ahead and get to that next level so never accept what's right now for what the future can hold 
I'm going to tell you this, Carla. That was a mic drop of an answer, man. Way to close it out there. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, please, if you have any social media, Facebook, website, where can people find out more about you and the facility? Um, the facility, they can follow us uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Forge Fitness AZ. Um, me personally, because um, I, I do more than just Forge Fitness, I like to branch out and do a little bit of online training as well. It's at Conditioned by Carlo. Um, and that's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that. So you'll be able to go ahead and check me out and eventually going to start my own podcast called cooling with Carlo, which will have some great guests over here. Um, one of my friends just won his fight, uh, an LFA Christian Natividad. So I want to give a huge shout out to him five and oh, and it was a pretty, if anybody saw that fight, it was pretty crazy. He was on the verge of tapping. I talked to him yesterday when we were training. He's on the verge of tapping, but his willpower is something I want to talk to him about. He's like, I couldn't breathe for how long this guy was holding the choke, and he made it through. And that's just the message to where you don't want to get up, give up for your goals. That's the that's yeah. the failure thing. If you accept failure, you would have tapped. Instead, he kept going, fought through it, got out, and ended up getting the the victory. So that's a that's a great thing. So he'd be eventually on my podcast with a whole bunch of other people down here in Arizona as well. That's awesome, man. There we go. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Sure then. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description. Fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have AJ Pope of Norwalk Fit Body Bootcamp coming to you from Norwalk, Connecticut. AJ, what's going on, man? How are you today? I am good. How are you, sir? I am doing very, very well. I'm excited to dig into this. I always enjoy having the conversation with people that decided to go the franchise route. And obviously Fitbody is a, a pretty well-known franchise. So I don't think we need to do too much in terms of explanation of, of what the brand is, but for context, people who aren't familiar with you or aren't familiar with this club, this studio, describe your, your gym. When you, when people ask you what you do, what do you tell them? Yeah. 
Great question. So we are known for our 30 minute workouts. Our clients have unlimited access to over 40 workouts each week uh, for a great price for the industry. Uh, we fix the problem of convenience, but also price of personal training. Um, not only do we have those factors, but also it's just a blast on the mat. We have great music, great energy from the coaches, accountability, which is what I think everyone, or at least a lot of people want in the fitness industry. Um, and this is a gym where you're not tapping your key card, uh, walking past someone that hates their job and doesn't wave hello to you. This is a gym where we know every single member's name. We know their family members. We're checking in with them constantly, providing accountability on all uh, aspects of their transformation. Um, and it really is a fit body family. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fascinating business model and has been successful for, for years and years and years for a lot of people. Take us to when you decided to get involved with it. What was going on for you? What was the original intention behind opening up a club and starting your own business? Great question. So um, before I was with FitBody, I was with the Walt Disney Company in Florida, in Orlando. I was in their parks segment. And uh, we always, uh, as a family, we want to go into the fitness industry. But we said, if we're going to do this, we got to do it the right way. And the right way is going to be with the franchise uh, because we're business people, but every business is different. And, uh, you know, the fitness industry is very unique of its own. So we want to be told the proper way to do it and do it the right way if we're going to do it. Uh, so we um, went into it, try to look up what is uh, and had some trial and error, which I can get into if you have questions, but we found- You're not alone in there, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, we found FitBody and uh, it was great. It was every aspect that we were looking for. It was a perfect fit. Um, so I was going to do everything remotely. Uh, COVID hit, I got um, first furloughed with Disney and then laid off completely. Um, I was going to do things remotely, but it panned out perfectly because I was able to see the physical transformations of our clients from start to finish. Um, so that's been rewarding in itself, but also I'm very type A. So for me to be hands-on from the beginning has been rewarding uh, for myself as well. Yeah. And so a handful of years under your belt and probably the most interesting years to be a gym owner, you really picked the right time to, to start this whole thing. COVID aside, yeah. what's been let's do both sides of this. What's been the best part about owning your own business and what's been the most challenging part about owning your own business? Ooh. Um, okay. Well, working off of what I just said, I'm type A and I'm a perfectionist. So I, um, I need to make it perfect. I'm also the type of guy I love fixing issues. I, I have an operations background with Disney. Um, so I would always constantly, and I guess it was the way that we were trained, look at an operation, see what the problems were, and not only see what the problems were, but also obviously let's create solutions, multiple solutions, blue sky ideas, and then we'll tone down from there and make the perfect solution, or at least try to make the perfect solution. Um, so for me to do that on my own without um, direct reports, being very strict, being very um, tied down to a very litigious uh, structure, which I'm used to in the past, um, this is where we have the availability to make it our own, which has been really rewarding. Um, the, 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 well, I don't want to say the bad aspects, but how did you phrase it? The most uh, challenging. Most what was challenging. the hard part, I suppose? Good question. Um, it sounds simple, but it's something that I've struggled with and I still struggle with. I was part of 
a multi-billion dollar one of the most famous brands on the planet sure um and i um and i and i loved every single minute of it but when i was in such a big corporate structure like that um it was very structured and um i do i'm very goal oriented so with that company i was told the next step is this this is how you get there. These are the goals that we got to hit while you're in this position, X, Y, Z. Here I'm my own boss. Uh, so for me, I've been grappling with what are my next goals? Because at this point, I, it's like I'm, I'm uh, holding myself accountable. Um, so I, I sometimes like to be told what to do in a way. Uh, so I do like having that luxury as being a business owner. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I finally hit my goal. What's the next step? So then yeah. I have to create that goal myself. Um, so it's a good problem to have. It's just, I think it's just getting, getting used to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Much more artistic license when you're the one driving the car, at least. Exactly. Like we said, I, I don't think there's a tremendous amount of explanation of what needs to happen or what happens within fit bodies. But for you guys, Mm-hmm. Group training is a huge component. Nutrition and accountability are paired alongside that. Yeah. What's been working for you from a marketing standpoint to get people involved, to get them through the doors before we can have a conversation about any of those services? Good question. And it's, uh, it's relevant because we recently just uh, pivoted the way that we've been marketing and onboarding clients. Um, in the past, we had an approach of putting the advertising out there, if they catch the bait and they put in their credit card info, they're good. Um, and then we'll reach out to them. Whereas now um, we've found it way more effective, successful conversion rate better and um, much better experience overall of putting our info out and then us getting them on the phone um, and uh-huh. um, explaining what it is about FitBody, why we stand out from every other competitor in the area. Um, and really giving them an in-depth view of why we stand out. And then from there, getting them through our doors. Whereas, um, you know, it's different and, and we have that luxury, um, but there's brands that, you know, they don't have that availability to get someone on the phone and explain um, their whole model and why we're important and what we can do for you and solve your problems. So uh, we're yeah. very unique in this industry to have that flexibility, which I value. Yeah. Um, so we pivoted a lot within the past literal two months of changing our model of how we're onboarding clients. Um, but it's also, it helps us with, yes, conversion rate, which is high, but also I think for their experience as well, because they're not walking into a gym where they don't know what the process is. They don't know the pricing. We explain all that. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating for someone who hasn't worked out in many years with COVID happening. Um, yeah. I, and I tell people the biggest weight that they're going to pick up is that front door. Once they walk through our doors, there are responsibilities. So it's just getting them through that, those doors. So we want to make them as comfortable as possible, lay the law of the land, explain how we can help them solve their problems. And then once they get in, they're good to go. They understand what's going on. Fitbody, the, the market that it caters to is typically the person who's not the avid, hardcore fitness person in general. And so I think that makes sense. We need to be a little bit more guiding, right? There's pros and cons to both ways, right? incredibly streamlined if we just have a funnel and then they put their credit card info and sign in, but we weren't converting, we weren't making best use of those leads. And so we switched the process recently. Right. 
with that initial opt-in or that initial hook, where are you guys putting your advertising dollars? Is this social media? Is this Google? Is this traditional methods, newspaper, print? Um, we have been, um, we've only done Facebook advertising. And when I tell people that because they see the volume that we have here with the amount of clients that we have, they're like, how are you only doing Facebook advertising? But I mean, to, to credit Facebook, you can target so well where, um, sure. you know, I, I, I don't see how else we would do it any other way before social media. I mean, I'm, well, I'm in multiple billions of people on the platform. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm lucky enough to have gone into this industry with, uh, social media being there as a, as a great asset and tool. Um, but now we're looking at other, um, other streams and seeing how else we can target people. Um, um, but it's been great because the, the, the target demographic that we're going after is on Facebook. Um, but you know, it doesn't hurt to look at other opportunities and see what platform, what the platforms can do for us, do some testing and take it from there. You know? Is that something that you guys handle in-house? Is that done by the franchise? Do we outsource with an agency? What's your experience there? We have been um, outsourced. Uh, we, sorry, we outsource to um, an agency. Um, there's rumors of something uh, of a partnership. Um, I'm not too sure of, um, of the specifics, but sure. um, yeah, we, we have outsourced and we've had great success. And um, again, yes, I, I do have do I have the time and can I learn? Yes, but I'd rather put my, but I'm not passionate about it. I'm not passionate about Facebook marketing and advertising yeah. and targeting and seeing the analytics. So I'd rather put my resources elsewhere where I'm actually enjoying it and make it hundred um, percent and give that to someone else. You know? I think that's a, a really, really important point and worth highlighting because so many people in our industry aren't marketing experts. They don't come in with, intricate knowledge of the algorithm within Facebook and how to target and how to properly create these ads. It's, it's an important point and one that I don't think it's spoken enough about because regardless of the business, we need leads, right? We're a fitness business. We need fitness business customers. How that strategy is actually put into place, any number of ways to skin a cat for you guys, Facebook has been to go to and it's been outsourced it sounds like successfully right there's a plenty of examples of gyms that have felt jaded or burnt when they work with an agency but it sounds like you guys have had a fairly good experience is that right yeah it's been great i i will say um it it is important to you know get the leads and convert and xyz but it's also just as important of retaining and making sure that you teed me up perfectly for my next question <laughs> making yeah. sure that the experience is great I, like perfect example is like the fire festival it's like yeah you can have the greatest advertising but is it really going to deliver on the product that you are advertising um so you want to make sure that um you are meeting expectations on all front you know absolutely and and especially in fitness, whereas we rely on people coming back month after month. If we have a revolving door of new customers and our old customers are walking out, right. we're on a hamster wheel, right? There's no, there's no longer term growth. Uh -huh. Attention is the name of the game. For you guys, 
what plays in most to maintaining the longevity of someone's membership? Obviously, experience and results, but how are you doing that specifically with FitBuddy? Oh, great question. Um, well, I touched on it at the beginning. We're big on accountability. Um, so this is not the standard gym where we care just about you paying the membership and whether you come or not, we don't care. That's not the case. It's not the standard box gym. Um, we care about attendance. We're looking at the numbers of what are the session counts? How many times are they coming in a week? When was the last time they were in? How many days have they missed? So we are taking all that into account. And listen, sometimes people get in ruts. I mean, even coaches, we get in ruts. It happens. But it's about getting them back on track. Um, so time after time, we will get them back on track. And it's just that little nudge. It doesn't have to, you know, being forceful or, you know, angry at them or mean. It's just offering that hand. And nine out of ten times, they're like, I needed that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. and, and they fly out say, this is why I'm here at FitBody. And I, like that accountability alone, people have flat out said, we are in it for the long run, which th this is something that, I mean, it turns into a much bigger conversation, but you know, when we were first, you know, trying to onboard on with the franchise, our headquarters was selling this as it's a fit body family, big account, big on accountability, big on the community aspect. And I think a lot of times you see it in, with big corporate structures, a lot of times with thousands of employees, they try to sell it as, oh, it's a family, it's this, that, the other thing, yeah. try to make it, you know. It's much easier to say it than to put exactly. it into practice. Right, yeah. and and I've seen it firsthand where companies just sell it as that, but it's just, it's a corporate package and they say it just to try to retain their their employees. So at first I was like, okay, I get it. They're, they're trying to push this as like, it's one big family. I, it's, it really is a family. I mean, I have people that I have one person, Dawn, she flat out said, I have been in the market to move. I'm like, for whatever reason to move, I am not moving because of this one gym. You guys are holding me yeah. up this town. These raving I, fans. I love right? you and hate you because I got to get out, but I've, I've stayed because of your gym. So like to have that impact and to think that we're grounding people just because of their gym experience, um, that I, I think that says a lot. And I, it's funny, I, I'll speak on one other piece. I, I even have one client and she's, and uh, we were talking about how she onboarded and she just, she, she said it like blew expectations away. And this is so far past of what she thought it would be. And she said, listen, I have no intentions of canceling anytime soon, but she's like, I want you to know if that day comes, how awkward that is going to feel for me to have to text <laughs> you or call you and say that I need to cancel. She's like, I don't even want to know what that conversation will look like. Not because yeah. that we mean to her or anything, but she said like, this really is like the, the, the relationship aspect is great. And it sounds, it sounds a little, um, um, egotistical in a sense, but isn't that kind of what you want? Like you want people Absolutely. to be with the cancel. It's, it's not that it's friendships and that we're on the same level and, um, in that aspect, but to have that relationship there and, and for them to feel awkward, I think that says that we're doing something right, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so zoom out on this with me for a minute, AJ, our conversation has been entirely acquisition and retention right. so far in that philosophical funnel. 
Our lead gen operates way up at the top. Somewhere in the middle, we have that sales process that you mentioned. Yeah. And down at the bottom, retention and how many we are, are keeping. As you move forward as a business, where is your focus going to be the most? Where do you think you have the greatest potential for improvement across those three? Oh, I, I like that. Um, so, um, I, like I said, I'm an operations guy. So constantly since we've opened, I've tried to look at every aspect of the operation, see where are the weak points, what are the strong points, try to make everything strong. And then from there, it's like, okay, we're not done yet. Like let's improve it even more. And then just build upon that. Um, we have streamlined so much. And I mean, within a two, I would say even within the first year, I, we streamlined so much that, um, now we're at the point that we're, I don't want to say we run out of things to work on, uh, because I, I, I want to, I don't want to sound like it's, it's the perfect operation or, or experience. I don't think any operation or experience is, is worthy of saying that. However, we're at the point where we're like, okay, what can we do for the current clients? How can we just keep upping their experience? Because we have the volume. Um, I, it's, it's nice once you hit that point of covering your expenses, covering this, covering that. It's like, okay, we can breathe. Now, now what do we do? And just to focus on that client experience and, and just keep upping it for them is, yep. is fun once you have that availability, you know? I think you, you kind of painted the canvas for me. Obviously, at a certain point, physical capacity becomes a, a restriction and, and we don't want to just dilute and dilute and dilute forever. Yeah. Have you guys set your sights on those 10 to 20% of your customers who might be willing to invest in an even more specialized kind of training or more individualized to them? Is that, is that something in your foresights or where else is there room for growth? I guess is a, is a better question here. It's, that's a great question. Um, it's, uh, we want, yeah, uh, yes, yes and no. So we're doing it slowly where um, one big, like as we grow, we want our clients to grow. Uh, so one way that we've done that within just within the past couple of months is really focus heavily on nutrition. Um, and that's with the help of headquarters. So um, now we're making it the full package where they're getting the workouts, they're getting the accountability, but one big piece, which is, we know 80% of their fitness journey is the nutrition. Um, so now that we're focusing on that, now we're trying to obviously perfect that operation, make sure that it's streamlined and, and a well-rounded program. Um, but we have talked about, um, the clients that have been with us. I mean, literally we were sending texts out yesterday, congrats on hitting your two year anniversary. And then it's like, okay, wow. Like how do we, how do we keep upping it for them? And, yep. and, with that, um, it's, it's, it's funny because what now when we, and we talk about it with the clients, like they flat out say like your experience is a night and day difference from your day one experience. And that's expected. I mean, day one opening, I don't think any operation is going to be a hundred percent fine tuned, but they, I mean, like one example would be even just the intensity of the workouts our philosophy at our location is to make it as challenging and as hard as possible, but allow modifications and work with them to make it easier if they need to be. Because the only complaints that we've had about the workouts is that was not hard enough. We have never had a complaint of that was much easier to go the other way. Exactly. Um, So just even that, um, that alone, just the intensity of the workouts, the, the, um, the, the energy in the room, it's like, it's, 
I, I it's fun. it sounds dramatic, but I, I always see like those celebrities that say they have that adrenaline, adrenaline rush when they're on stage and they're performing in front of thousands of people, then they get off stage and it's like such a letdown. And it sounds dramatic, but like we see the same things as coaches. Like we are putting freaking a hundred percent where it's sometimes so much energy where the clients are looking at us like, oh my God, like okay, he's giving it to me. I gotta get it, I gotta give it back to him. And and that's what we want, right? Yeah. Um so even that aspect of like adding that energy piece that we've really been focusing on the past couple months um, has really increased the experience a lot. So in, in a lot of ways, we're just trying to up the experience for each client, especially the ones that have been here for a long time and just making sure that we retain them and, and keep it fresh for them. You know? Yeah. I think my takeaway from, from what you're saying is that a lot of gym owners in our industry need to go intern at Disney to learn some of these <laughs> lessons. Cause I think so much of that sounds like the Disney philosophy. Now, genie lamp question, big picture here, AJ, yeah. looking forward, where do we see this whole thing trending? Do we have multiple locations in the cards? What's, what's the future hold for AJ Pope and Fit Body Bootcamp? Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> once, uh, once we got to a great point with uh, the operation, we looked, we all looked at each other and we're like, okay, so now we're just replicating this every single day. And then now let's replicate this at multiple locations. Now that we have this down pat, it's literally just copying and pasting that. Um, but at the same rate, you still want to make sure that you have that personalized experience. You don't want this to be a McDonald's franchise. It's very cookie cutter. You're doing yeah. a US system. It's very transactional. Cannot There's no shortage of, of people that have gone from one to two to three and all three of them fail miserably because they lose that. I think you're, you're spot on there. Exactly. So we're trying to look at how we can make it um, replicated, but also not make it very transactional and keeping that family aspect and accountability piece and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a conversation that could certainly rabbit hole us and, and take us through hours and hours of, of possibilities. And so we'll have to save that for a subsequent conversation for today, AJ, that's a pretty good place for us to wrap up. But before we sign out of here, where can people learn a little bit more about Norwalk Fitbody? Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can people go? Absolutely. Take a look at our website, norwalkfitbody.com. If you go on our social media, obviously, um, uh, take a look because also it's, it's a great place that all of our coaches have social media profiles. You can interact with them. Um, it's not very front facing. It's very interactive and you can see, uh, their experience, our experience. We're showing what we live in, live and breathe and how we live by example. So, uh, we'll have fun with you on social media. Can't beat it. AJ, I'm excited to see what the future of this is. And I appreciate your willingness to share here. I think conversations like this, exploring both sides of the success coin, what's going well and where are we still working on improving are really, really necessary for our industry now more than ever. So I appreciate your time here and I wish you nothing but the best moving forwards, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me on. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.